I'm Kevin O'Coin. I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Episode 13. It's not unlucky, though, Kev. Today's a great day. Besides, a fantastic day. Besides the fact that it's Wednesday and this is when we record, uh, something I look forward to every week, obviously, we got a shipment in today. I, I saw, you know, got a notification on the ring doorbell. Uh, not like I was surprised. I've been tracking this shit for weeks. Uh, FedEx dropped off a big box from Merchology, and uh, we've got a bunch of polos. I, I went overboard. I got myself a long sleeve pullover, a different color polo. I, I, I went a little bit overboard, but the merch is in. If you had placed an order on our first go around, we will get those out to you this weekend. I promise I'll personally be sending these out. Um, unless you get them hand delivered, uh, which is going to be the case with some people like Jack. Um, and um, we're going to be placing a second order. So uh, reach out to us on Instagram. Um, let us know if you'd like us to put in an order for you. And um, we'll certainly do that. We're not out here trying to make money on this. We're just, uh, you know, trying to spread the brand. So um, whatever it costs us to get it to is, you know, the cost. But um so I'm right now wearing fresh merchandise. Kev has a fresh hat on. I mean, we're we're, we're just promoting the brand right now, guys. We're and dripping. We're dripping over here. Dripping. We look good. We and look good. I'm, and I'm not talking about the dripping that I was doing on the golf course with the water coming off of my pants this past week when it was a little wet outside, but oh. we will get to that later. First, let's dive in. Let's dive into um, the tournaments last week. Let's hear about it. So... I think we should start with the Punta Cana because that was our fantasy tournament. Yes. We need to pay. We need to talk about that a little bit because it was the fantasy tournament. Obviously the Dell, the Dell match play was obviously the bigger tournament of the weekend, according to the, especially to the, the news outlet or not the news outlets, but the, uh, the TV outlets, TV channels, whatever. Yep. Um, the Punta Cana resort, Joel Damon, who called him no. out last week, Brian, who called him out? Here's what we're going to do. And I'm going to insert the clip right here of you calling him out. I'm, I the only thing I did was I picked up Joel Damon with the hopes that he just plays great and wins the tournament. So it was a great call, Kev. It it was a great call. You you, you shot your shot, man. Tell me about the issue though. Oh oh, the issue. Do you, <laughs> I, well, the issue began on Thursday around I don't know nine a.m. nine thirty. I'm sure we were texting about something. You point out to me, I failed to start Joel Damon. He was on my fucking bench. <laughs> what, like bad, bad beat of the century. Are you kidding me? I, I literally picked him up for the specific reason. I, I haven't listened to the clip. I'm sure the clip's going to be before what I'm saying right now. But I think if I remember correctly, I said it's basically a tournament where you're picking somebody up to because you're hoping they're going to win. That's exactly the reason I picked up Joel Damon and I left him on the fucking pine. He was riding the pine pony for me yeah. all weekend. He so, rode that pony all the way to first place. This goes to all fantasy um, uh, players out there. Just a you know friendly suggestion from the podcast. It is a key. It is a key importance to start the player that you decide to pick up out of free agency. I, 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 I mean, I, I would say that's uh, integral to success. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I, I mean, myself, I only had two two guys going. I, I had really nothing um, happening. I had uh, Brendan Haggy and, uh, honestly, I forget who. Uh, Tyler McCumber. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it was my second guy. Um, they played well. I didn't play well enough. I came in like fourth. Um, Nelly, uh, nope, that, sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, DeFusco came in first. Nelly came in second. They seem to be uh, kind of running away with things. Yeah, those on. names come up a lot. A I know. Lot they've they've got good fans. squads. They've got good squads. And I know Nelly listens to the podcast. So, Nelly, shout out. Uh, keep doing your thing, but not too much because I need to win some. I am in uh, like fifth, sixth place overall, still beating Kev. So, uh, yeah. I, Kev's got to be close to last place right now. I, he's an eighth. Not, he's an eighth. I mean, oh, wow. Well, Johnny Smooth is sitting in uh, sitting in last place. He doesn't make a lineup uh, pretty much ever. We're, we're not sure what's going on there, but he pays his dues, and that's what we care about. Perfect. That's all we asked for. I don't care. I don't. Yeah. That that actually, we kind of prefer that. If you want to just pay your dues and not put a lineup in, that's fine. I'm still gonna lose to you because I don't start my only fucking starter for the week. But whatever. It was horrible. What we'll, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. Dell Technologies match play. Like you said. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, I, don't yeah. mean to, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I'm jumping wanna, around like a rabbit. No. So I want. I do want to say I'm glad Joel Damon won because I'm a big Joel Damon fan. Bucket I hats, want, baby. Bucket hats, baby. Bucket oh, hats are life. Oh. But before we, did you see what he did? He's walking down 17, takes off his bucket hat, puts on a regular golf hat, and that's the way he wins out the tournament? I don't know, man. You're going to be that guy known as the bucket hat bomber. You better wear that all throughout. He did wear it during his press conference. His hat actually flew off of his head during it because of a gust of wind. His caddy went and picked it up. He saved the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely had a little bit of concern when I saw him that put the bucket hack bat in the back, back of the bag. Didn't like that. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if it was because of how windy it was, if, if it was getting in his way. Because I've had – I mean, and you and I both rock the bucket hat. I love the bucket hat. I'm, I'm fairly uh, fair-skinned. The sun yeah, gets okay. to gets, the sun gets to me, so I need to you know sure. protect protect my neck a little bit. In protect my ears. your neck, protect your neck. Uh, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Maybe that's what happened. But I've also been so obviously you and I we normally walk. But have you ever been in a cart wearing a bucket hat? See, I also I'll string the string the bucket. You know, I'll string it onto me if if we've got a windy day. I have no issue tugging that right oh, up. Underneath. I'm not talking about the the thing flying away on me though. Have you ever had like the like the front brim just like flapping in the wind on you when you're driving oh, in a car? Just flapping in, in your face like a loose license yeah. plate? I, I haven't, uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, no. Because here's the thing, Kev. If I'm riding, I'm probably not wearing a bucket hat because the, the main reason for the bucket hat, besides the fact that I know people are looking at me on the golf course, come on, you know you're looking at that guy wearing a bucket hat. But besides that, it's to keep, my head, my ears, the back of my neck, it, it's to keep me out of the sun. So if I'm in a cart, I'm already out of the sun. So I don't know if necessarily I would be wearing a bucket hat in a, in a cart. Yeah, but are you in your cart when you're hitting your drive on the tee box? Are you in the cart when you're on the green taking putts? No, no you can't put your and cart I'm up sunburned. on the green. So you're not, you're still, you still have to be protected, my friend. So right. I, I, I no, I still argument. get sunburned. So it I, maybe that's why I don't ride. Because if if I ride, it equals sunburn. God forbid, why don't we put suntan lotion on? Like my wife tells me to every single time I go. I can't ride. afford suntan lotion. What are you talking about? Or sun lotion, buy, sunscreen? What do you call it? I gotta it? buy golf balls. I can't, bro. That, that stuff wears out. You squeeze all the tube, you're, you're done. I can keep hitting that ball as long as I don't lose it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The sunscreen might last longer than the balls, buddy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, well, I've got a story later on to talk to you about longevity of golf balls. Um, but that's that's later on. That is later on. All right. So anyway, the only thing I wanted to talk about was the picture of Damon 
after he won the tournament, like he's holding like the trophy or whatever. He has the Punta Cana hat on. But the fuck, have you seen the picture of him wearing like the shirt and the hat, like that big white shirt? I don't think I have. Describe it. Oh my, it's it's, it's just like a completely plain white shirt with like this Punta Cana Resorts or whatever it is logo on the, on the breast, very similar to where our life in the rough polo logo is. Um, not, not just a sponsor, but you're listening to the fucking podcast. Um, but this thing looks like it's three sizes too big for Joel. It's a chef coat. It, well, and it also looks like it's been folded up in plastic in the closet for 30 years and they like pulled it out of the closet and unfolded it like as his putt dropped on 18 and just had him I, throw it on. Right? I got white shirts folded up in my, uh, still in the packaging from Kohl's sitting in my closet. They would look exactly like that, except they would fit me. Well, yeah, but like if you showed up to a, like a work meeting wearing the they gotta like, go home, get no. your fucking shirt pressed, bro. Like, yeah, come on, what are you doing? That, so, <laughs> that is, wow, that's crazy. Maybe... It, dude, it looks like it's in, been in packaging for as long as he's been trying to get his first win on tour. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying. Well, what a story, so, though. His yeah. wife working two jobs the whole time. He's getting through the mini tour. Like, what a, what a feel-good story. I love it. Yeah, yeah. He He's just, like, a great personality, too. He's a he's a good, um, like, an, a good advocate for the sport kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I, I was happy to see Joel win, despite the fact that I, I saw him win on my bench. But... <sighs> I guess I will. Uh, this is an opportunity to learn. We'll call it that. That's what we're here for. Here to learn, bud. Uh, but the real tournament was the WGC, the Dell match play. Yeah, match play was exciting. I love watching match play format. It's such a different type of game. It, it's so funny. You could see guys like, well, Matt Kuchar, perfect example, kind of came down um, to the end with him, but in match play you don't have to bomb the ball you just you play your own game feed off what your partner's doing and you know you make scores when you can you don't have to press all the time like it's such an interesting way to watch and you just you know you see some guys on a hole start to screw up and then it it really opens the door match play is so fun to watch oh yeah i I love it it's it's also funny because there's guys that are just especially good at match like you mentioned kuchar for example he's always on the Ryder cup team because he's a great match play player um kevin nas another one and even kevin kisner's i mean first of all i mean they're fucking kept so like they're obviously great oh here we go both of them are great match play players um kevin na obviously him and dj had the whole uh conceded putt conversation you saw that I did see that. Kev, for our listeners who who didn't, real quick, as plain as you can, explain what transpired between Kevin Na and Dustin Johnson during their match play event. All right. So basically, DJ has a long, long putt. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, hits, he hits up like a lag putt, leaves it like somewhere between 12 and 18 inches or whatever. Kevin Na has. I'd say what, it's probably closer to 12, 15. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was pretty short. It, yeah. It, it was short. Like it, it is a gimme. It's a gimme, 100% of the time. Uh, I mean, I, you and I would give that to each other, and we're not on fucking tour. So that, that's a gimme. But um, Kevin Na has like a, I don't know, he's maybe like has like a 12 foot putt or whatever. And before he even says anything, DJ just walks up and scoops up his ball and walks away. Mm hmm. And Kevin Na walks over to him, I think before he even hits his own putt, I'm fairly confident before he even hits his own putt, walks over to him and is like, hey, listen, man, like, yeah, like, obviously it's good. Like, we, we both know it's good, but I hadn't said anything yet. So it, it's really like an, it comes down to an etiquette thing. It's an etiquette thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And like, while I do agree that yes, that putt is good 100% of the time, I more I agree more with with uh, Kevin Nas side of the argument personally. See, I agree. I, I I agree with you. I think that he was absolutely right to say something to DJ. Um, DJ, I mean, he scooped it and completely. It was very obvious that he didn't see what he or know what he was doing because he picked it, scooped it right back up, just walked right back to his caddy, back to his bag, nonchalantly, right. just like you know, explaining what happened wrong on the lag putt, you know. And then he, it kind of dawned on him. I, you know, I saw a bunch of things on the internet that people were like, um, even the foreplay guys, they were like, this is stupid. You should just have rules that are like um, the common sense rules. And, right. you know, to be honest, I disagree with that um, because I don't it, like room for interpretation on the golf course. Right. Exactly. And that's exactly what you open the doors up to. If you make things black and white for a putt to be good, you either have to hole it or your opponent needs to concede the hole or, or concede, concede that you're in that right. it, it, there can be no misinterpretation of that. It's like, Kev, you're kind of good. Uh, Brian, I'm going to need a little bit more clarity than my, there, my friend. Okay. You're, you're good. Right. Well, also it's, it's not like that isolated incident. That's the problem either. I saw, I, f- I forget who it was that was, was speaking about it, but they basically said they're like, yeah, like this time it wasn't a big deal. That's obviously good. But what if like next time it's, it's 18 inches instead of 12 or, or like two feet. It's, or or it's two feet. feet. Or- right. Exactly. And then like, you just like scoop it. And honestly, the way, the way Nah handled it was pretty good. I mean, I think he could have maybe like waited until they were like walking to the next hole and just like just talked about it instead of doing it right on the green there. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think, no, it, I, I think that Nah did the right thing. He, I mean, what is he gonna do? Like, not acknowledge that the, a rule wasn't followed, proper etiquette wasn't followed. Like, so him going over to him, I think, was the right play. He, I mean, this is a guy who's gotten a 16 on a hole. People, he laughed as he was walking off that hole. That's actually at the Valero, which they're playing at this weekend. Oh, yeah. So funny that that just came up. But I mean, he's he's someone who takes the game seriously. Like, right, and also I don't, like. For everybody arguing against uh, Kevin Na, they're he doing it because they love the DJ. They could've... He could he could have taken the hole absolutely, and instead they halved it. It I mean absolutely, I, dude. I think that there was only the backlash because so many people like Dustin Johnson. He's a, he's a popular right. guy. He's popular on tour. He dates Paulina Gretzky. Like there are so many things that make people love Dustin Johnson that people don't give two shits about Kevin Na, which is too bad because he's a great golfer. Oh yeah. It, it, I don't know. I love Kevin Na. I mean, I love DJ too. I, I, I wouldn't want to have to pick between the two, but obviously right oh, now, I, hear you. I, I have to agree with Kevin Na. So, um, but if but one yeah, of our it, friends did that, we would have done the same thing. If we probably right. wouldn't have went over and put our arm on their shoulder. We probably would just would turn them like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I, yeah, man, I didn't give that to you. Like, right. Exactly. Half the time, you know, we're very generous on the golf course. You know, you'll see somebody, they might be three, four feet and you're like, uh, you're good. Don't worry about it, man. You're- you and I both give more gimmies than we accept. Dude, I th- I'm, I'm happy you said that. Um, and it's something that I actually would like to get a little bit better at. If it's not like a serious, if it's not something I'm logging, if we're just all playing for fun, you're, you're hitting two shots sometimes. Yeah. But like there are times where like, yo, you're good. And I'm like, nah that's a it's a five foot putt for uh for bogey i i need to hit that i if i don't hit that things are 
there's a problem. That's now I'm now I'm double boging. Double boging, you start going right. down a slippery slope. So I like to hit them because I, I just want to have the practice knowing I can hit that putt. If you if you take gimmies on all your four foot putts, when are you practicing four foot putts? Yeah, and you're missing eighty percent of them probably. Yeah, so that's the reason why I like to to putt things out. But if you're in a group of guys and it's you know extremely casual, someone gives me a putt, yeah, I'll scoop it. That's fine. Appreciate it, oh, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm more apt to not take one in the first like three to five holes because there's times that I'll be like, no, like I I need to hear one go in kind of thing to like get my putting rhythm. So like, I'm able to putt like, cause there's times like if you're not putting well and like you're not getting one to drop and you're also playing like a match play, you're like playing with your buddies. So you're, you're taking gimmies and stuff. Like you might never have one, like drop into the hole and like just hearing that sound kind of gives yeah. you a little bit more confidence. Would you agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. And you're totally right. Because if you're just playing someone in a match play, you might say you miss every putt, but you still leave them close. All right. They're four or five inches from the cup. You're not putting that you're scooping it. And right. putting it in your pocket and moving on to the next hole. So you're exactly. absolutely right in terms of getting the confidence to drain those putts. Right. Exactly. Like, unless it's a putt that I would give myself if I was playing alone. Like I'm, I'm going to putt that generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you get to watch a lot of the, the match play? I, to be honest, I didn't. I, I was able to watch um, a decent amount on Sunday, which was, you know, just oh, like yeah, same. The, the last round. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I was golfing a lot of the week and I, I golfed Thursday, Friday and Saturday, um, 45 holes. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, I was I spent a lot of time outside of the house, which unfortunately, I think is probably going to be a trend, you know, going forward. I, I I, I obviously want to, you know, spend some time watching the tournaments. We have fantasy golf. I, I want to, you know, be tuned in for that. But when we have these 60 degree days, like I, I can't be sitting on the couch watching television. I'm going to, I'm going to have no. to check the highlights. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I, yeah. Like you said, we'll, we'll definitely get more into our own personal weekends of golf, but I, I agree. I, I ended up being able to play like early. So like played, got home, watched golf. It's like really the perfect blend, but um. I, um, so I, I think the, the key to being a good match play player is you have to be slightly psychotic. Would you agree with that? Because Dude, I have, I have two guys that, that we need to talk about that like do well in match play generally. Oh, Sergio me. Garcia and, Bill, and Billy Horschel, obviously who just won. Did you? Oh my gosh. So yeah, they're both, both head cases early Sunday morning in, in the um, Horschel semifinal round. He's like, oh wow, that's one. That one sounded crisp. <laughs> um, he was, I don't know, maybe like 160, 180 yards out, something like that. He just fucking hosels one. Like, yeah. I, I actually no, it, it couldn't have been the hosel because it went left. He literally just duffed a ball. Like, it, it it was funny afterwards. I think he said, like, well, that's what a 20 handicap would do. Yeah, I think and, he says like, that's the worst shot in golf ever. Or something like yeah, that. Like I forget like, exactly what you said, but yeah. It clipped to his playing partner, him and his caddy just turn and like they kind of back out of the way and watch the ball go rolling by him. It's just like it's funny to see when when professionals screw up on the golf course. I, I enjoy seeing it because I'm like, damn, I'm not the only one. I, I really appreciate that, Horschel. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, that's probably honestly, that's probably the worst shot I've ever seen happen on the PGA tour. Oh, Maybe really? other than I've seen like Hideki Matsuyama like top a, a three wood or something like that and have it like dribble out. So like probably between those two, but 
Oh, yeah. I've seen, uh, I mean, in person, I saw Rory <clears throat> his first year at TPC River Highlands here in uh, Cromwell, Connecticut. He was, it was on the 18th hole too. So this was, this was actually kind of a crazy story. So 18th hole puts his ball in the right rough. Um, the rough, they grow there thick. It's not a long course. So the rough, they let grow out. Yeah. It's, they make it penalizing. He literally duffs a second shot. It might've gone 12 yards. I, like it was a complete yeah. duff. Now, the reason this gets interesting is Rory's sitting on the cut line. So as, uh, so he plays his third shot after he duffs his second, puts a third on the green above the hole. He's got a 25 foot downhill putt. I, we don't lock eyes, but I can see him look, take a look at the scoreboard. It said where he was. It said where the current cut was. He needed to make that putt for par to, to make it to the weekend. And he missed. He, he rode it right by. It was such a difficult putt. And he yeah. putted back up the hill, made bogey uh, in his presser after. He's like, I, guys, I thank you for having me. I'll definitely be here next year. The cut ended up moving and he played the weekend. Oh, but, yeah. So, I mean, kind of a great story, but I've definitely seen pros shank golf balls um, just flat. It, it's funny. You'll see them more now that you've had access to the PGA Tour um, NBC Gold. So you get to watch every shot. You're not going to see duffs on on a cable broadcast there unless it's the guy in the final group they're just not going to show him um you can see it in match play because there's only two guys playing for you know per match there's only two guys playing so they're going to be showing every shot for the most part right yeah exactly um yeah i dude i love watching match play i don't know why there's like a different like fire i think it's also just because like every other weekend it's it's stroke play so having match play is, is nice but um honestly so like obviously the complete opposite of a terrible shot and also speaking of Sergio did you see he had the the walk-off win the like the walk-off match win with a hole in one no what this happened this weekend yeah I think it was like Friday wow I I forget who he was playing against but on the same uh par three that Tommy Fleetwood got an ace on Sergio I I think it was a walk-off if I remember correctly but yeah, he just yeah, he just yeah, like it dunked was. it, and like he just like looked over. I forget who he was playing against. He looked over. He's like, yeah. He was, uh, I think he was playing Lee Westwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Lee Westwood, which was which was like classic. Like Sergio and Lee, they've been around forever. So like to have those two guys going against each other. Who are- I'd like to call myself out. I dropped Lee Westwood, um, hoping that no one would see that I dropped him, <clears throat> and Nelly dropped him, and uh, Nelly scooped him immediately. Well, that's why he keeps winning. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to make room on my roster, for, but it it doesn't matter. No one gives a shit about my fucking roster. Um, fan, are we good with the WGC? You want to talk a little bit more match play? You want to move on? All right, but so I wrapped up my virtual golf week this week. I'm so happy it was over. Uh, not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I, I'll probably join again next year. Um, met a lot of great people. It was a lot of fun. Um you know, there's some camaraderie there. You're, you're competing. You know, there's some, there's some fire. You talk some shit to some people. It, it was a good round uh, or a good time, you know, throughout the year, 18 weeks. Um, last night we played the premier club. And to be honest, I have no idea where it was, dude. It was strange. First hole. So we played 18 holes, which was pretty cool. I played against my buddy art who we, I joined the, the league with him. Yeah. Um, I was giving him 14 strokes on 18 holes. So it was, you know, a little 
a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. He beat me straight up the first three holes without strokes. So I was like, oh boy, this is going to be interesting. Um, oh yeah. And I've, I've played with you with Art a couple times in the past and Art, I mean, he's, he's a pretty good player. He's not no, bad. He, no, he is. Um, He's just not the best at virtual golf. It's not his fault. Like oh. there are just times that he'll hit a ball and they just give him a shitty read. Like we also think hmm. that we were on a, a bay that was kind of busted. We were calling it broke back bay. Uh, number It was bay number four. <laughs> So we were calling it broke up, uh, not broke back bay. Sorry, it was just broke bay, broke bay number four. But dude, we had a great match. I ended up beating him by one hole. I chipped in on eighteen, um, just off the green, just off the green, just a little little bump and run. I don't give a fuck where it was. That's sick. Rolls in. I ended up with a birdie. I definitely thought I was gonna get a skin. I didn't, but got paid out like a hundred and something bucks last night. Um, for other skins that I had earned and then 60 bucks for coming in seventh. So dude, I, I definitely made more than I put in, in terms of the skins con- contribution. So I'm, I'm pumped about that, but dude, listen to how weird this course is, right? I, once again, the premier club, I'm not sure where exactly it is, but hole number one's a par three. Oh yeah. I think that's weird. I actually, I saw something earlier today. And somebody was talking about how the first hole is a par three. And I was like, that's not, I I would hate that. I, every scramble I've been in, if I'm ever starting on par three, I hate it. I hate it, but gets weirder. 10, 11 and 12 par three, par three, par three. It's still a par 72 course, but they like, could those par threes not be spread out? Is one, the only par three on the front? Yes. Or is there, Oh, Wow. And then the, and the back nine starts with three consecutive par threes. That's absurd. It's bananas. I mean, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It, Somebody call Gwen. Get Gwen in here because this is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was uh, that. was that. So wrapped up the league. Um, pumped that so it's over. because I came in sixth overall. Seventh. Seventh oh, overall. Seventh overall. Okay. Yeah, I wish I played better, but I, I didn't play well in the in the playoffs. So I have no one to blame but myself. I, I do want to know about the kid who two weeks so he, ago. So he showed up. He oh, he show showed up. up. He showed his face. Um, So I didn't see him. I, we all, since we, we did 18 holes, it was just two people per bay. So like they had us real spread out. Um, uh, I Dude, I didn't see him. And then after everyone was wrapping up, they're like, oh yeah, they played. And... Yeah, he actually played against the guy that I had had some words with the week before about you know not teeing off from the same boxes, but there was there were no issues with that. Um, everything's all gravy, but they played against each other. The kid ended up losing, uh, losing his match, so he he would have came in fourth. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, surprised to, to hear that he showed up. Um, also kind of surprised that he didn't you know come over and say what's up. But it is the what audacity. It is. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. We we live right life in the rough, dude. I, I, dude. Um, so wrapped up um, virtual golf last week though. And when we're talking about my week in golf, I played nine holes on Thursday. I played eighteen holes on Friday. After work, weatherman. This NBC weatherman sends out a tweet first thing in the morning i'm supposed to play with my neighbor and he uh, in the afternoon and he sends me a screenshot of what weatherman bob mixon i think his name is nbc maxon yeah all right so he sends out a tweet saying 50 mile an hour wins today if you've got a tea time this afternoon good luck so i look at that and i'm like all right bob challenge accepted 
book a tea. Th- I had the tea time already. Didn't cancel the tea time. Um, and the wind never hit. I played Blackledge. Uh, the wind never really hit until like the 17th, 18th hole. It got windy that night, but it never hit our area until way later in the day. The golf course was dead. I was able to play 18 in just over three hours. Got paired up with, with a good dude. Um, he planned on... Um, asking uh his future father-in-law for his blessing probably should edit that out in case anybody listens to this actually no played with this good dude he said yes <laughs> ah. um played played got paired up with this good dude um actually before i get to that thursday i got paired up with a real good dude also i was playing tallwood and um as i'm about to tee off uh kid runs up and he's like hey you mind if i play with you and i was like yeah no problem man he actually lives in marlboro so just moved to the area now new to my town likes golf you know we'll get out there we'll get out there so i had pretty good luck all weekend getting paired up with some pretty pretty decent decent folks um uh so played nine at tallwood on thursday shot a 43 felt good about it um it's super windy Friday. I shot, I think like an 87, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then Saturday <laughs> shot like a 93, but the 93 dude, it it was rough. Let me, let me talk to you about it. So Thursday, Friday play with the same ball, same pro V one titles for pro V one underline with a blue line on each side, 27 holes, Didn't, same ball, dude. 33 holes until I lost it. Ooh. I lost it on the par five, number seven on my second shot at Gilead. Um, thir- so I had 33 balls, uh, 33 holes with the same ball. I mean, it, it, it she had hit a tree or two. She had, did, did you put it in the hazard on your second shot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I made it over the hazard, but then it shot right and it hit a tree. Uh, and never saw it come out. So yep. um <laughs> played you know dropped it uh, by the hazard and um then in the next so that was on seven so throughout the next 11 holes i proceeded to lose five golf balls <laughs> um so that's the way that went um it was almost like all the confidence uh, the balloon of confidence that i had hitting this this dusty dinky beat up pro v1 that i've had the last couple days once i lost that thing man i just deflated i was missing ball on the 10th hole i took the pro v1 that i was playing i put it in my pocket and i took a ball out of my bag because i was nervous i was going to lose it on the tee shot i didn't i stroked it right in the fairway fairway finder but still the the fact that i didn't have the confidence to hit it like that's when you know things are bad like when you're going to your bag and changing the ball out because you're like there's a good chance i'm going to put this somewhere that i might not find it not good not good yeah I, yeah, I was going to say, that's not the mentality. And that's very different than being like, oh, I'm going to play the safe shot versus the aggressive shot. That's like, oh, uh, I'm going to play the ball and I don't care if I lose versus losing this nice shiny yeah, no, that, with the little line under the number. It's literally like walking up to a bike and being like, can you put some training wheels on that? You're at the bowling alley and you're like, you, you pull those bumpers out. I'm yeah, not saying I'm going to Great gonna example. Use, put but the bumpers I'm saying out. that I definitely need them just in case. That's tough, man. It's tough because like you hate um, like ending on a on a negative. You know, like you obviously started out your week very well, mm. and then for like your last round to, to have that happen, it's well, it's frustrating. And that's what golf <clears throat> is. Golf is frustrating, dude. It's a very frustrating game. I'll t- we golfed with this. Uh, we got ended up joining up with um, 
a guy and his son, small world. This guy ended up going to scuba diver training with the kid that I'm playing with Sean Mayfield's father 32 years ago that do like the craziest thing people you meet on the golf course. It's great. I always encourage people to talk, embrace new people, just share your stories. Um, but his son was out there. I think he said his son was like 15, 16 years old. Kev, the kid stripes at like 280, um, smashes his irons, can't hit a wedge to save his life. It, it's mm. so fun. He just doesn't get down on the ball. He He's a hockey player. Um, he's got a great swing. Uh, they were telling us about the league. He's in. They travel all over. I'm sure you would have been in fucking heaven listening to about it. Like, oh, yeah, I played this and that and other fucking thing. Whatever. Um, kid had a great swing, but he just he just needs to continue practicing and um get swing down on the ball to get that ball up he just fucking beeline so many you know short wedges but oh yeah um very penetrating yeah as i'm just rambling on on a tangent um so got paired up with some great people dude i can't complain like yeah i i ended the round the the week with a 93 but losing five balls like oh that's like i don't care what your score was i was more talking about your the lost ball situation because yeah, that's I, very frustrating it, and it was um granted after i lost the first ball i went in the woods and found a couple so i mean i had some i had some pocket change to play with you know i the the ones i i don't i wasn't i wasn't peppering pro v ones into the woods after the first lost one i was like all right we're gonna be a little conservative did i lose another yes hey, Kevin, I did. do you see a strata in there by any chance maybe a noodle <laughs> No, I didn't go that far. But ended up with some Bridgestone, and it was fine. I just, I once the confidence seems to go where you're like, I don't know, man, I, I'm not a hundred percent off the tee right now. I'm not feeling it. It just sucks pe- peppering a four dollar and fifty cent golf ball in into the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah I that's just, just like a, that, at that point, it's just a hit to the portfolio. And and let's be clear, everyone, I don't, I don't like. I wouldn't buy Pro V1s. I don't go to the store and buy them. I don't <clears throat> go to a Costco or a Walmart and tell my wife that I'm grocery shopping and then just like incorporate fucking Pro V1s into the bill. So I'm like, yeah, honey, I picked up all the things on the list and oh, well, it's $225, whatever. I whatever. And I'm I'm sitting on two fresh <clears throat> you know, two dozen Pro V1s. No, I don't do that. I'll use it for Pro Shop credit. Sometimes I'll get them for like gifts, like birthday presents, just because I'm nice or, you know, uh, Christmas, things like that. But other than that, man, I'll play whatever. Um, I uh, just placed an order. I'm very excited on Friday. Going to get, I've heard a lot of things about the Vice, these Vice golf balls. So I ordered five dozen. Yeah, I said it, five dozen. Who who cares? Whatever. Drop in the bucket, baby. Life in the rough needs it. I'm going to pepper these things into the woods. People are going to be finding these life in the rough golf balls everywhere. Uh, you're going to probably see me. They're like, yo, that kid just throw three golf balls into the rough. You're like, yeah, don't worry about it, dude. Just marketing. Just leave them on the green. Like leave a sleeve of balls <laughs> on the green. What's life in the rough? Look it up. Google us. Google us. Yeah, I'll just stars. leave one in every cup. So someone has to acknowledge that it's there. Oh, yeah, that, that's perfect. That's perfect. Unless they, unless they're just taking gimmies all day. They'll never know what's in the cup. Gosh. Um, yeah, so pumped about the golf balls. Uh, oh, life yeah. in the rough is going to be out there. Hell yeah. I, um, I'm actually going to order balls. Um, I'm going to get the, uh, the pro pluses. You got the pros, right? Yeah. 
mm-hmm. are more like the Pro V1. I think the Pro Pluses are more Pro V1X, but um, we were obviously talking about them via honestly. So, um, so Vice has awesome um, customizable options for their balls compared to other um, companies. Would you say? Um, cause most places yeah, you can't yeah. just like drop whatever onto your ball, but vice allows that, which is great. So I actually went to target, got a dozen of the pro pluses cause I wanted to try them out and I played twice this weekend. So I really liked it, but yeah, I, what those uh, balls look like, Kev? I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Oh my God. Uh, How could I not bring up these <laughs> Christmas ornaments that you were playing with? Dude. So it was unbelievable. So I, um, so I, okay. So I ordered this dozen balls of the pro pluses from target, which is like half a mile from my house. Um, and I got them cause I was like, Oh, I want to try these out before I order five dozen of them. I'm not Brian. I'm not going to order five dozen balls, never hit them before. I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not that guy. <laughs> Brian is I'm not. So I'm like, Oh, I'll get a dozen, try them out before I order them. So I ordered the Pro Pluses from Target. They said they have them in stock. They said they have two dozen. So I ordered one dozen of them because I know I'm gonna, if I like them, I'm going to order five dozen. So yeah. um, I order them and I get there and I'm walking out and I look into the bag and I realize they gave me the wrong balls. They gave me like a different, a different vice golf ball. So I turn around and I'm like, hey, like these aren't right. He's like, oh, okay. Do you want to go to the... Give me the right balls. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm also not anticipating the customer service rep at Target to be the golf ball expert. So I'm like, all right, whatever. That's, that's fair why I, That's why I looked in the bag before I even that's got to the That's fair enough. Uh, the guy was from lawn and yard section. He, he yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good. Much. Yeah. He, he, he honestly could have just been like a Starbucks worker from the Starbucks inside of Target. He uh, just had the name tag on. You read a name. You saw someone with a name yeah. tag and you're like, hey, yeah. Chris, 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 I'm going to need, yeah, go go, go unlock that. That's a universal key, right? You've got one of those on your keychain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he can also start up a golf cart with that thing. Um, but anyway, I go in there and he was like, oh, my bad. Do you want to go grab the right ones? He's like, he's like, I, I just don't want to go grab the wrong thing again for you. I'm like, yeah, no problem. He's like, I'm going to say, tell me where they are. He's like, oh, okay, perfect. I'll tell you right where they are. They're exactly on the opposite corner of the store. I'm like, all right, great. Let me grab Wait, an Uber and I'll thanks. get shipped over to the opposite corner of the store. I hope they have two day shipping from there. Right. So I get there and the, they have two boxes of the Vice Pro Pluses and both of them are not just normal white golf balls. They are gold golf balls which yeah baby yeah <laughs> why are your privates privates gold <laughs> you got those gold members <laughs> so so i'm looking at these things and i'm like i'm like all right whatever like i don't care i just want to be able no, to try bullshit. Out the ball you, you thought something you were like oh fuck me well so okay so like i had like a 17 minute dilemma while I'm standing there looking at the golf balls or whatever. And I'm like, ultimately, I'm like, all right, I just want to try out this golf ball because this is what I'm planning on ordering. And um, so I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm going to grab them. So I go up there. Technically, the golds are supposed to be five more dollars a dozen, but I show them to the guy. He's like, yeah, just take them. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, Chris. Again, he works at Starbucks. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want an espresso shot with that? Um, so I, I grab those. Um, and this is probably Thursday. So then I, uh, I have a tea time Saturday morning, 8.30, 8, or I'm sorry, 8.28. It was the first tea time available on Saturday morning. And I get paired up with another single. My 8.28 boy, was the earliest tea time? Yeah. I mean, was this time you sleep in? Well, I, I think because it was kind of cold in the morning. 
it was chilly. Yeah, and this time of year, I mean, like the sun doesn't even come up till six forty-five. I mean, obviously that's like a big gap, but I think also between that and the cold, that's probably just like their safe play, like in March. Um, Uh, These people also. This is the same course that people are shagging balls by hand in the driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. uh, Town of Colony Golf Course in the uh, Albany, New York area. But um, so anyway, I get there a little bit early. I'm like, I, I want to hit a hit a small bucket, get warm because I I, I, don't know, I hate I hate teeing off just for I, I need to get warm. So I get there, get a small bucket. I'm hitting them, and then um, I'm looking over. I can see the first tee from the range, and I see like three or four guys walk over there. And I didn't know I had the first tee time yet, so I was like, oh, I thought I had the first tee, tee time, but whatever. Um. So then I see the um, the head pro or whoever like the manager is for the golf course walks over there. He he walks over to the tee box and I see those three guys walk off the tee box. I'm like, this is legit. I like this right now. I have like 10, 10, 15 balls left in my bucket or whatever. So then he walks over to me. He's like, oh, hey, you're, you're up on the tee. Um, the other single that's playing is already up there. Just get up there. You guys are going off first. I'm like, oh, perfect. Because there was like a threesome behind us. Meet him, this guy, Eric, wicked nice guy, uh, middle-aged guy. We played, we played 18 together. Um, I, I honestly, like I, on the first hole, I was a little bit worried because I, so I hit a beautiful drive. Like it's a, so it's a par five to start long dog leg left, but on the left side, like once you get through the tee box, there's a big tree on the left that kind of like overhangs a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you have like this little slot to start your drive through but then the hole immediately turns left. So you have to hit like a big draw. I wasn't even fucking trying to, I just happened to hit like a beautiful 250 yard little baby draw drive that ends up right in the middle of the fairway. It's so like, Oh, That's perfect. Um, Eric duffs his like 75 yards and proceeds to do that three more times before we get up to my ball. Oh no. So I'm like, Oh Eric. no. I'm like, Oh no, this is gonna be a very, very long round. Um, ultimately not a big deal it was just like first hole in the morning it's like fucking 8 30 in the morning first round of the year he was rusty like he was he was fine like he was uh, he probably shot like i don't know high 90s around 100 something like Mm -hmm. that so he wasn't great but he wasn't terrible so would you say that this might have been a similar situation to what people might have thought of you kevin the day that you that's exactly what i was thinking of the entire time i was like i'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt it's fucking march it's 8 30 in the morning on saturday he's out he was pushing he had his push cart all right well i'm like all right this guy's this guy's fine or whatever so i um anyway this is my first experience with these gold golf balls gosh um early season it's wet and i was like i think i'm in the middle of the fairway but i've never played this course before and I don't really know exactly where my ball might be. So I'm walking around and my ball plugs in the middle of the fairway and I somehow find it. Uh, well, like, it's, it's gold. This shit, this shit is shining from the sun. Yeah, but it's not Listen. like a, it's not a bright, shiny gold. It's like it's almost like a like a dark brown gold kind of. So like I see this thing plugged. I'm like, wow, I'm really lucky to see that. And if I get anywhere near the woods the rest of the day. I don't know how I'm going to fucking find Oh, nothing. Camouflage with the sticks yeah. and twigs and leaves, yeah. huh? Anyway, it didn't end up being a huge deal. I um, I shot 48 on the front. I was really upset. Like, the first four, four or five holes, I, I went, like, bogey, triple, double, bogey, double. And I was like, oh, man, like, what's happening? Like, I can't be talking about golf on the podcast this year, and I'm shooting triples and doubles, like, in the first five holes. 
Um, 48 on the front, end up turning it around on the back, hit a lot of fairways, hit a lot of green shot. 40 on the back, drained a 30-foot birdie putt on 17, which was... Is this a par 72? Yeah, par 72. Nice. Five so over the... on the back. Oh, well, yeah. Four no, over. four over on the back. Four over on the back, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's um it's like... Um, it's so, but it, it, Hey, first round of the year, uh, uh, not for second round of the year, first birdie of the year, I felt good, but honestly, so the par, um, or 17 where I got birdie, it's an uphill 200 yard par three from the whites. I was playing the whites on Saturday. Um, up like very uphill too. It, it, it's a tough hole. Like I got to the tee box. I was like, wow, this looks like a really tough hole. Stripe a three iron middle of the green, pour in like a 30, 35 footer for birdie. Ooh. And this is after I went par par. So I go par par birdie par to finish the back nine. Um, so I uh, ended up shooting 88. So 48, 40. And then the next day, Sunday, the whole week, I'm like, oh, it's going to rain all day on Sunday. Like it's going to yeah. start at 9 a.m. I can't play, whatever. I wake up Sunday morning, look at my weather app, and it's like, oh, the first sight of rain is 11 a.m. and it's a 70% chance. Oh, I got time. So I show up there at 745. Um, the head pro is already there. He's like, yeah, like we, like we open at 830. I was like, oh, my bad. Like, I didn't realize. Like, it, I think it's just because it's early season. So ran to Dunkin', grabbed a coffee, came back. I'm sitting in my car. I'm the only car in the parking lot. Guys, like, you I'm- know this. Kevin loves to start his day off with some cold brew before he tees off the guy needs right. to just fill up with caffeine oh yeah absolutely I, I need to be jazzed up anyway so i go in the pro shop he's like yeah we don't open until 8 30 i'm like all right no worries i'm like I'll, I'll head out and grab a coffee or whatever so I'll go out go to duncan come back i'm sitting in the parking lot just you know scrolling on my phone or whatever and the the head pro drives by in a cart because he he was going to i think the maintenance sheds like at the end of the cart or whatever he drives back by it's like 8 15 he, he like looks at me he's like you ready and i was like yeah i'm ready whenever obviously he's like all right cool like come come on in i'll let you go out i'm like all right cool um again i'm the first person out on sunday morning playing by Meditation. myself i'm the nice. only car in the parking lot but i have the course to myself i love this i and so the first like three four holes you can kind of like look through the trees and see like the parking lot and the clubhouse and everything I get through three or four holes. There's nobody else in the parking lot. Even I get to five tee box before I even see anybody pull into the parking lot. So I'm like, I have this course to myself. Kind of the same thing. Story of two nines. I went 46, 41. So I went 88, 87 on the weekend. Not bad. Consistent. No, I mean like, not like, Hey, if I shot 80, 88, 87 in June, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah. But either way, like not bad golf, but I will say, my takeaway from this weekend, I feel like I'm like really close. Like my swing feels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't stop. I'm close. But I like, I, I feel really, really close. Like it, just like the way my swing feels right now. Like I, I feel like every time I step up to a ball, like I feel like I'm going to hit a good shot. Wow. That's... Yeah. It, so to have that feeling in March, like I feel really good about this season. I mean, it's going to fall to shit in two weeks, but. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I I don't have that feeling um, when I step up to the ball. Actually, I just adjusted my driver and I dropped it down to a nine and a half degree. So, and the results last night were pretty good. Granted, I was just hitting into a screen. So we're going to test it this weekend and um, 
we'll, you know, we'll see how it really goes. Um, what, uh, no, go ahead. So when you adjust your driver, does it also change how like open or closed your face is, or can you like just change the lock, but not change that? I can, no. So I can leave the face the same. Oh, okay. um, I just adjust a different, um, whatever you call it. Y okay. Is, is yours like the, the, the letter and number combo where you adjust it? Or yeah. Is it just, so, oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, like yeah. they have to like fit into each other. So yeah, like, yeah. if you turn one, the other has to turn and like, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm playing, I don't think you asked me actually, but I'm playing Saturday. I've got a tea time booked. Um, that's all I have right now. Um, Friday is supposed to be pretty cold, uh, so I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there. Dude, but... the next two days up here, I I'm showing snow in the forecast tomorrow, and then like oh, in the 30s on Friday. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's been in the 60s and 70s the last week. I don't know. Snow? Fuck you. No. Anybody got time for that? No. Um, the golf season starts tomorrow. By the way, my friend, I'm not oh. sure if you have a, a you know a, a calendar, uh, an event planned, a reminder set up. But tomorrow starts the 2021 golf season. You can yes, start I did know that. Sports. And you want to know what I did today to honor that fact? I signed up for my uh, gin. That's what I did. <laughs> I did the exact same thing, and I am officially in my first year of having a handicap through the New York state golf association instead of Connecticut. So I don't know yeah. how I feel about that, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. Well, we'll see if you, if you start shaving strokes, people will, we'll know where to start looking. Maybe New York just, they play a little bit different out there. Eh? Um, I saved a dollar. Let me tell you, uh, it was $49 through the website and uh, pretty sure in the men's club, they charge you 50. Oh, I played 40. Yeah. Fuck New York. I need to go there. Shit. We're, we're going to have to. We got shaving strokes. We got cheaper gins. Shaving strokes, cheaper gins. God, got to love that. So our competition starts. Um, First to 50 birdies. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be an interesting tournament. I really do. Uh, we're going to keep you guys updated. <laughs> it might need to run into 2022. Yeah, this might be in season two of Life in the Rough. Um, the life is still rough because we're still waiting on 50 birdies. So, yeah. Um, and then we're doing, uh, what? what is the second one that, that we're betting on? Double bogeys or worse, right? Double bogeys or worse. So, Which also birdies is birdies are better. So like an eagle obviously counts. Oh, yeah, of course, of course um i do i so let's just give some predictions come on let, let, let we can revert back to this in a, in a couple months from now to see where we're at in terms of tracking but how close or how soon i should say how soon do you think we're gonna someone is gonna get to 50 double bogeys or worse how many rounds? So, How many rounds? Because because it's tough to say like all oh, by June or you, you know you're not gonna somebody might play more than someone else. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if both of them ended up happening towards the end of the season, like August September, because if you think about it, like on average, you and I both probably play twice a week. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, as four like as loose, like loosely, like that's four weeks a month. And would you say that we each probably average about, all right, call it one 
One, and a half, one, one and a half <laughs> double bogeys per round and three quarters of a birdie per round. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, um, which certainly concerns me about getting to 50 birdies. Um, right. But, yeah, dude, I'm nervous. I, I, I'm nervous that it, it, we're going to get there, so let's say, in the first 20 rounds. I, I'm nervous that somebody is going to get there in the first 20 rounds. Gonna For the double to- bogey perspective, yes, not the bird yes, perspective. Yes, yeah. from the double so, bogey perspective. My perspective is that the person who gets to the uh, double bogeys first will get to the birdies first. Because so? one of us is going to be getting really, really aggressive, I bet. And that's going to lead to more birdies, but that's also going to lead to a lot more double bogeys. Yeah, yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I, I've got to hit three wood. Why? I can't afford another fucking double bogey. Look at the standings, bro. And people are like, right. what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I'm curious to see because we, we don't, we've never, I don't know. You and I have never necessarily kept track of how many birdies or double bogeys we've had. Maybe no you way. have in way back in the day. I don't know, but I no. have no idea how many birdies I had last year or double bogey. And I also, I don't know, I guess last year I played a lot more golf than I probably will this year, but I know I'm going to be trying to get out there a lot more. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like if somebody's getting ahead in the race, like the other is going to be like, Oh, I'm got to oh. get to the area. Go play nine. Got to go play nine. What are we doing this week? I'm catching up to Kev. I we're doing, right. no, we, we are doing nothing. I've got, I've got shit to do and that's make birdies. I, right. I've gotten, I'd say yeah, this isn't that great. What well, we'll also, I'm not, I haven't been playing that much. Well, last week I played a decent amount, but I've probably had five birdies in the past month, you know, and that's March. Like on outside courses. Yeah. Five. Oh, I, I've only played three rounds. So, yeah. I mean, I, I played I three rounds last week. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, I had two birdies in a round um, that was squandered by an eight. Right. Um, I, I missed three birdie putts this past, or I think I missed three birdie putts in one round this weekend. Just because like, I don't know, this time of year, it's tough to putt. Like, well, the greens are great. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, it, uh, it, it's definitely difficult. And the first couple rounds, what I was saying to myself is work on your drive, worry about hitting fairways and hitting greens. Don't worry about three putting. Like you need to worry about that, but it's the greens are so hairy this time of the year that like, just, right. just worry about getting there and then it'll all fall into place. Right. I think we should implement another bet. All right. Oh, I love, I love it. The low handicap by like a certain date like I, I don't know i don't have a date in mind yet maybe well, by like labor day like so the low handicap by labor day i think this is the fair way to do it kev i like the idea of um going down from our handicaps why don't we do it from like say a month in so like after we're logging some scores so like yeah we're not, we're not taking my scores that were from early November, late October. You, you know what I mean? Why don't we get like a baseline for us to be at? Okay. And then we can go from there. Okay. How about from the uh, May 1st to August 31st? All right. All right. So that's like the core of the golf season. Or we could even do it to like the end of September, whatever you prefer. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll determine that as we get closer, but I think that's yeah. going to be a Who's good ever losing is probably going to push it out. That's, that's how this is going to go, guys. You know, another thing, guys, we received so much outreach about <clears throat> enjoying the podcast, about people that are excited for the merch that that ordered shirts and stuff. Kev, I, I know I've had people reach out to me that said they love it. Uh, you've had people reach out to you as well. 
I would just want to say we appreciate it, guys. We we fucking we're doing this, you know, for you, for us to have fun, and we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to shout out some of the boys individually. I know uh, uh, our boy Paulie Sigs. He he requested mm. a shirt. Our boy Thickness, the aforementioned Thickness, Kevin Leslie. He has requested a shirt. Uh, JB, John Bach, and uh, Nate Lachance. I want to shout out all the boys, the loyal listeners that requested some merch. Uh, Brian, I know you have a, a few uh, a few guys you want to shout out, shout out as well. Absolutely. Jack, Jack McGordy, he's obviously a friend of the podcast. He, he signed up. He wanted one. A uh, bunch of my family members, obviously my dad, my brother, um, and a bunch of people have reached out tonight after seeing our post earlier that we got it in, that they're interested in ordering some. So let us know and we will, we will put it in. We'll get it out there. And obviously I'll love it because it'll just give me an opportunity to buy more stuff to, to add to the closet with the logo on it. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. And honestly, also like in addition to the merchandise, which we obviously appreciate, but anybody who's out there listening that uh, listens on a weekly basis or has only listened to one episode, um, I mean, giving us a, a like five stars reviews, anything that they can do on whatever platform they're listening on. It's obviously a big help to us. So, uh, we Absolutely. appreciate the support, but, um, yeah, we're looking forward to making more of these episodes and, uh, we appreciate all you guys. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, we're going to catch you next week. Same time. This has been life in the rough, the podcast, Brian Ackley, Kevin O'Coin. Woo. See you next week.